A'udhu Billahi Minash Rajeem Bismillahirrahmanirrahim My dear brothers and sisters, Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh Today is day 19th of the Ramadan program and the question for today It's a two-part question What dua, number one, what dua is the following phrase and excerpt from and when is the best time to recite this dua and uh, this is the excerpt فَمَالِي لَا أَبْكِي أَبْكِي لِخُرُوجِ نَفْسِي أَبْكِي لِظُلْمَةِ قَبْرِي أَبْكِي لِدِيقِ لَحْدِي The translation of this is So why wouldn't I cry? I weep for my soul's departing body. I weep for my soul's departing my body. I weep for the narrowness of my grave. And the second part of the question, what is the name of a dua specific to the holy month of Ramadan where we remember the Imam of our time, Imam Sahib al-Asri was Imam. So going back to the first part of the question, I just quoted the excerpt. The, the, the answer is dua Abi Hamza Tumali, well-known dua specific to the holy month of Ramadan. This dua is highly, highly recommended to recite um, before Fajr time. Waqt al-Sahar, meaning the Sahri time, the uh, couple of hours that is before uh, um, Fajr time comes upon us. And um, the reason why I, I picked this specific quote because um, this is a good segue to introduce this dua. And this dua is is very rich in terms of teaching us how to, how to have a relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how to speak to Him. How to humble ourselves in such a manner that we, you know, we remember death, we remember, you know, who we are with respect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we, we remember our sins, we remember how weak we are, how sinful we are, and how we are desperate for Allah's mercy, desperate for Him to um, shower upon us His compassion, His ra'fa, His, uh, his rahmah. And this dua is very beautiful. It's it's a pretty long dua, and it's something that you know I don't expect for anyone to to read all of it every every single night. But inshallah, as as you become older, for you to number one know the significance of this dua, what is its importance? This is a dua that that has been taught by Imam Zain al Abidin salam to one of the companions, Abi Hamda Sumari. That's why the dua is um, named. On behalf of Abi Hamza Tumari, and uh, this dua carries many, many beautiful meanings of munajat, you know, getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we actually, you know, this dua can be used as a as a as an academic course to 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 teach us how we can, you know, be a servant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and humble ourselves to Him. So um, going back to what I said that, you know, even if we, we, we were not re ready yet to recite the whole dua, but at least we can know the significance of this dua. And then, you know, if we're able to, you know, every day may maybe read two or three lines and, and try to understand what these three lines is more than enough for that particular night. And then the next night, read another two or three lines and understand what these words mean. The words that I just mentioned. Uh, the excerpt is Mali la abki. Why shouldn't I weep? 
uh, well, I don't know what my destiny would be. Um, and, and the idea here is that here we are living in this dunya. And, you know, it's so easy to get distracted with everything that's happening around us. You know, uh, um, school, work, um, uh, community events, uh, tomorrow, summertime, the plans for, um, uh, um, you know, spring. So many things to distract us that we forget what our final destination would be or is, and that is death. Meaning that this world that we're living in is only a, a bridge that's transitioning, transitioning us to the next life, which is the afterlife, the eternal life. And so we're reminding ourselves in this thought, why am why am I, you know, neglectful and heedless of the reality that awaits us after death? The fact that any point in time, you know, we can be leaving this life, right? It could be the next moment. We don't know. You know, it doesn't matter how young or old we are. We don't know when our time is, and when that time comes, it's a snap of a finger, and we have transitioned to the next world. And when we transition, that's the time of accounting. That's the time that we will be held responsible for all the things that we've done, the good and the bad and the ugly, right? And, you know, yet we, we always think that, oh, that's later. I'm still young. Um, that's not going to happen to me. Other people, they drop dead, but it's not happening to me. I'm still young. I still have a lot that I want to accomplish. Um, well, I don't know what my destiny is. Is be, it's not like I have a guarantee, you know, that on the day of judgment, you know, I'm going to have the intercession shafat of our imam just because, you know, uh, I call myself Shia or um, I'm born into a Shia family or I'm Sayyid or uh, just because I've went for ziyarat a couple of times or whatever that may be the case that I think, oh, oh you know, I'm alhamdulillah, there's so many people out there who's, you know, um, not in the Muslim faith or not. In the faith of uh, the school of Ahlul Bayt, I have some, so I must be better. I apply for Imam Hussein. I I commemorate Muharram and Safar. So we we will we. It's easy for us to think our, to ourselves that oh we are in a good position. We will be okay in the day of judgment. But we shouldn't we shouldn't um, as much as we we believe and we have amal and hope in the rahmah, the mercy of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and in the shafaat of our imams, we shouldn't totally rely on that. You know, because our sins at the end of the day is something that, you know, uh, is greater than, uh, you know, than what we think. We shouldn't underestimate how much we owe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And because that, because of that, we don't know. We don't have any guarantee of how we are going to stand at the day of judgment. And, and for that reason, we constantly need to remind ourselves, remind ourselves of death. Because death remembrance is one of the highly recommended things to do because it puts us in check. And it, uh, make sure that that we are on the right track because the more we remember death and grave and the barzakh and yawm al-qiyamah, the more it's going to be putting us in shock. Okay, so, you know, how how am I going to act today? It's like the same thing. If, if for example, you're, you're about to catch a flight, right, and you're waiting online to board a plane, you're going to be, you know, and you, you're pretty much heading, you're, you're, you're about to enter that plane, the question that you're going to be thinking about is, okay, when I land, you know, where, where am I going to go next? Uh, shall I call Uber or shall I call a friend to pick me up? And where am I going to have, what, which hotel I'm going to stay? Or these details, we're thinking about these details because it's so close to us because we're right about to board that plane. Likewise, in this dunya, we should 
have that mentality in our minds that we are boarding the plane to the akhara, to the hereafter. We shouldn't think to ourselves that, oh, this is uh, so far away. And the second question um, for today is, what is the name of the, the dua specific to the holy month of Ramadan where we remember the Imam of our time? And the correct answer is Dua Al-Iftitah. As many of you know, Dua Al-Iftitah is highly, highly recommended to recite every night of the holy month of Ramadan. And I hope that everyone is uh, reciting with their families. It's a beautiful Dua. And uh, one of the main themes of this Dua, especially the second part or the last part of this Dua, is remembering the Imam of our time. And this is a beautiful connection considering that we've just finished you know, uh, 15 days ago, we've just concluded the holy month of Shaban, where the focus was, we were remembering the Imam of our time, and, and yet we find that we, we entered the holy month of Ramadan, and, you know, Dua al-Iftitah, if you're reading it, it, it continues the connection from the holy month of Shaban, almost to say that, you know, you know, the Imam should be in our minds, in our hearts, across the year, not just in one month or, or around his wiladat. And so we say in this dua, you know, Allahumma salli ala waliyi amrika al-qa'im al-mu'ammal. We give salawat on him. Wal'adl al-muntadar wa'huffahu bi-malaikatika al-muqarrabin. Surround him with your favorite angels. And then the dua goes on to pray for the imam. Allahumma ja'alhu da'i alik ila kitabik. Oh Allah, choosing to be the caller of your book. والقائم بدينك the establisher of your religion استخلفه في الأرض كما استخلفت الذين من قبله making um, the successor on this earth the inheritor as you've done with those before him نكن له دينه الذي ارتديته له establish for him his faith given the opportunity that you have uh, uh, assigned him to um, and so on and so forth and then we and then we pray to him we pray for him, Allahumma a'azahu a'aziz bihi. Grant him the power, make him the source of power. Grant him support, make him, make him the means of victory. Um, and towards the end of the dua, more, more words that we're praying for him. Allahumma ilmum bihi sha'fana wa sha'bihi sad'ana. Oh Allah, through him, let him establish order. Um, and gather and unite us. So we are, we are also praying for us, the followers of Ahlul Bayt salam, that through him we can be united and be given dignity and honor. Uh, and so this is in a nutshell, you know, the focus of this dua, definitely. Every single day, if you're reciting this dua, you are remembering the Imam over time, you're creating that connection, and it's a beautiful uh, thing that we can be doing in the holy month of Ramadan. So next time you pick up that dua, or you're reciting with, the, with your family, Remember that we are, you know, creating that relationship with our Imam Sahih al May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hasten his reappearance. Wa jazakum malakul khair. Wa assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.